Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and today we're talking about future seeing once again, but we're talking about instantaneous decision-making. Uh, my uh, partner's grandmother, the, they were in the uh, upholstery business, and their recommendation was for people, never go looking for a lounge suite, for a couch, late in the afternoon. Why? Well, when you're tired, everything feels comfortable. Yesterday, we went for a bike ride, three and a half hours in the blazing sun. We drove back. I drove an hour to get there. I drove an hour to get back. So there's, uh, you know, roughly six hours of intensity. On the way back, we had to go to a bed shop. Uh, we bought some beds recently over Christmas, and we had a 100-day bed comfort guarantee, and I thought that I needed something a little firmer and, uh, and cooler. So we went back to the bed shop to have a look, and uh, I fell into the trap that uh, my partner's grandmother said, don't ever go looking for a lounge suite. I assume she also meant beds, but given they were in the upholstery industry, they didn't mention that. Um, and there I was, absolutely knackered, dehydrated, probably a little sunstroke because it was very hot, uh, completely grumpy and exhausted. I walk in the bed shop, the lady says, this is the bed for you. I lay on it. I could have fallen asleep straight away and I said, no, this is not right. Uh, I, I needed, and I, I, I moved to a, a more hard surface. And uh, she said, yeah, you look, you're gravitating towards a reactive position from the fact that you think your bed's currently too soft. Now you want to go to a reactive position to a bed too hard. And quite frankly, at the end of a bike ride, the thing you need is not a soft bed. When you're exhausted like that, you want a hard surface to lie flat in your back so that you just recover and recuperate. And here I was in the bed shop doing exactly what I tell people not to do, and that's making an instantaneous decision that affects the long term. My neighbour downstairs uh, owns a restaurant and he talks about this all the time and I said, look, you made a decision, we talked about a decision he had to make in his business and uh, I said, we, we agreed what you were going to do but why haven't you done it? And he said, I always sit on things for a, a, a long period of time, I'm known for it. And he said, in that period, I don't think about it or worry about it, I just leave it there and my decision remains clear. I just give it time for the ramifications for that of that decision to surface for me. And then I start to see things and realise things that I didn't realise in the instant. In the present moment, a decision can be made right now that affects right now really well. But to make a decision now that affects the future, what we have to do is expand the now. So we go out into the future and very often we imagine what the future will look like based on that decision and we imagine it being all good. Uh, for example, you're going to buy a new car, you visualise yourself out there in the future sometime racing down the freeway in your new car, you can see yourself, the sun's shining in your, um, in, uh, in your eyes, it's a beautiful day, the sun's setting, everything's magnificent, you see the future sitting in that new car and of course all the brochures around the walls of the car sh sales room 
project you up onto the wall doing that or if it's a four-wheel drive in the bush uh, climbing this incredible uh, hill with your beautiful um, whatever. So we expand the now, we project it in the future and the thing about the future is it's, it, there's pleasure and pain. But very often what people do, instead of expanding the now into the future, they expand the now into fantasy. And expanding the now into fantasy, which will be an all-good decision or an all-wrong decision or, or, or all-perfect decision or all-pleasureful decision, like, hey, let's have a family holiday uh, and go to Whistler or go to um, um, Epson or whatever. Let's have a family holiday, go to the Solomon Islands or let's have a family holiday and go here and go there. And we project the now, family holiday idea, into the future. We label it as uh, what I can, you know, something I want. But what actually we're saying we want is a fantasy. I would like to own my own business. Some people say to me, like, okay, let's let's see what you think that looks like. And when I hear what it looks like, it means make a lot of money, uh, have a lot of fun be my own boss, they, I hear all the good news, and understandably so, because that's a little bit how it's promoted, but that's not the truth. If you ask anybody who's owned their own business for any period of time, that you'll hear the words of uh, stress, failure, lack of family time, you'll hear the costs. So expanding the now into the future is a really important part of future seeing, because if we do this wrong, if we go and buy a lounge suite, late afternoon when we're really tired, anything will do. Our projection of that thing sitting in our home in six months' time will be, oh, wow, that'll be great. But we expand the now into fantasy. We expand the now into emotion. We expand the now into a story. And that's called good marketing and good romance and good seduction and good projection. It's, in some people's language, called positive thinking, but it's not wise. It is not future seeing. It's future catastrophe, because if we don't incorporate the 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 concept of polarity into the future of our projections in our future of now, we we live in a in a deluded state in which the future will be disappointing. Now, there's just so much disappointment a person can handle when they say. I'm looking forward to getting married. Oh, shit, after two years, it wasn't quite what I thought it was. I'm looking forward to having a new job. Oh, it's not quite what I thought it was. I'm looking forward to having a new sport. Oh, it's not quite what I... There's just so much disappointment a person can handle before they start saying, I don't want to project into the future. I don't want to have goals. I don't want to have uh, any sense of anything else but the now and they become a little now obsessed which means they'd rather be walking along the beach um, smoking a joint uh, living in a in a box waiting for coconuts to fall out of the tree for lunch and live happily ever they'd start to visualize themselves sort of in a in a fallback position to where they are now or tanking as it's called they start to visualize themselves in a in a in a present day paradise in which there is no worry about the future because who cares uh, it's paradise we're already there and so this arm wrestle but in future seeing is to make sure that we celebrate the present celebrate the present celebrate the present you know value what we've got appreciate what we've got be thankful for what we've got but that's uh, it also means continually hugging a tree 
That's how I would describe celebrating the present. Hug the tree. But the tree has to get continually bigger and bigger and bigger, broader and broader and broader, rounder and rounder. So you eventually you can't get your arms around it, but you start hugging the tree, which is the present. Now in this present, you say, oh, I don't like COVID. Oh, I don't like my boss. Oh, I don't like uh, this happening. I want to change this. These are all things that have to be reframed so that you say, I don't want to change them. I actually want to wrap my arms around and say thank you to them. That, that skill, that mental gymnastics, that ability to wrap your arms around the present and get bigger and bigger and more and more powerful in the present and, and give the tree a big bear hug, really big tree, a really big bear hug, becomes the critical factor in having the energy and the power and the juice and the resources to start projecting into the future. We celebrate the day, but we live for the future. So what do I do with this big bear hug? What do I do with this sense of gratitude and, and experience and love for what I've got right now? What do I do with it? Well, some people become protective of it. They say, oh, go away. I don't want to change what I've got. Or I'm really thankful. I'm really afraid of losing what I've got. And that's not the bear hug we're talking about. The bear hug we're talking about is not a possessive one where you hold, you don't own that tree. You're just celebrating it. You're just celebrating the fact that it exists. And if it changes tomorrow, you celebrate that too. So this, this, this experience of gratitude, this experience of celebrating the present, both being appreciative of what goes wrong and what goes right, but appreciate what you've got and appreciate what you haven't got, but what the form of what you haven't got is. This concept of appreciate the present is, is, the, is the power of now. It's the power of a personal presence. And it becomes really, really important to expand and expand and expand and not get trapped in a relationship, not get trapped by family dynamics, not get uh, trapped by the perception that we owe anybody anything. Wrapping our arms around the tree, wrapping our arms around the world as it is. And when the world changes, we wrap our arms around that too. That's the juice. That's the petrol in the tank that gives you the ability to start thinking about the future. The ability to let go of the now and wrap our arms around a different tree, that's the ability to let go of different futures. And this is really important because the future isn't always as we fantasize. Sometimes we think of the future when we're sitting uh, in the late afternoon on a new couch and we go, that'll be perfect. Uh, when we get there, we get at home. Six months later, we go, oh shit, this is not quite what I th thought it would be. Or this is too hard or it wore out too quick or something we didn't see in the moment instantaneous decisions quite often lead to catastrophic outcomes and that's why sex is such a dangerous um, introduction into relationship because there's a recognition that 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 the the, grati the the gratification we get from sex can stimulate a sense that we're projecting what this is going to feel like into the future and we all know that in uh, that there's a, a similar to my partner's grandma quote there's another quote that says if you uh, have sex every time you have sex in the first 12 months of a new relationship you put a, a, a bean in a bucket under your bed in a bowl under your bed and you put a, a bean in that bowl and then after 12 months for every time you have sex you take one out you'll never empty the bucket You'll never empty the bowl. So there's a, there's a honeymoon period in these things that are stimulated by gratification. That's why sex is really a dangerous uh, 
measure as to whether there is a great relationship in, in your hands. And so therefore, uh, once upon a time, they recommended to delay the sex in order to keep you wise. It's also important if you follow that through is to delay the sex. In other words, be careful of projecting into the future, which is the, the instant gratification projected into the future and saying, what I have now, if I multiply it by two, will be twice as good. What I have now, if I, um, if I project that into the future, there will be no cost, no pain, no downside. And this is really hard when you talk to entrepreneurs because proactive positive thinking is the mark of an entrepreneur's skill at overcoming the negativity of reality. And so sometimes entrepreneurs just say, don't tell me the downside, don't tell me the problem, give me the solution, don't tell me. And that's the obsession with, the, uh, with an entrepreneur, to keep the pendulum swung to one side of the clock. And it's understandable that they would cast that negativity off onto others and let them be the next. So it's really hard to be the partner of an entrepreneur. I know that from my partners who've lived with me that I, I have in the past when I've been really high on business and there's been challenges in that business, wanted to avoid any perception of the downside. And therefore, what I repressed, my partners expressed. And so they got to live out the downside of my holding the pendulum to one side. I was so intimately connected to my partner, we became, in a sense, one energy field. And they lived out the dark and I lived out the light in order to build my business. So future seeing the wise future seeing and that's my job is to help people project into the future what they want and live in the present in a way that will cause that uh, cause and effect live in the present in a way that will cause their future and to make them very aware of what behavior right now is in contradiction if, uh, with what they want for example some people talk about i want to be long-lived happily married for the rest of my born days with this person I'm with now. And then they start behaving in a way that compromise their relationship in the day. And I say, well, look, I know it feels good in the day to do this with your partner, but that thing that you're doing in the day is not going to cause, it's not going to have the effect of causing the thing you want in the future. In the future, we'll say, I wish I had her, and look back into today and go, I wish I had her been different. I wish I had have thought through this. And my job is to sort of make sure that this I wish I had a doesn't happen. My job is to make sure that all projection into the future comes with a really great uh, wisdom and balanced and that we live in the day uh, for the future. So we have a daily routine, a daily practice and a daily mindset that that is the cause of the future effect. And last but not least, to celebrate the present to wrap our arms around the tree and make sure that none of this wishing to have things and wanting things and, and uh, vision of the future comes at the cost of celebrating and being thankful for what we've got because if we don't appreciate it the way that we've got it, we lose it. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Future seeing. Bye for now.